0: What's up everybody, Corey here, another Fly Casual getting ready to start. It's a reviews and rumors kind of podcast, so you're going to want to stick around for reviews of Poe Dameron number 5, Marvel Star Wars number 22, and then we've got some juicy rumors that we're going to chew pretty hard on, so stick around for another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to ring Someone recently told me that we should start off every episode with a joke. You guys got any jokes?
1: <laughs> you uh, like jokes? I think this podcast jokes are, I jokes. like jokes.
2: You
0: guys want to hear a dirty joke?
2: Oh, always. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah,
0: I do. Yeah, ready? Yeah. You're, you're, uh, a dude fell in the mud. Ooh, that's dirty. And then what I mean. happened?
2: Filthy. Then wow. what happened? What's well, the rest
0: I have of it? A, I have a clean joke to describe that.
1: Ooh, go ahead. Uh, this is going to be good.
0: All right, ready? Yeah. Uh, he took a bath with bubbles.
1: Where's the rest of it?
0: Yeah, I have a dirty <laughs> joke. Yeah, oh, yeah. Took a bath that's with that's with the follow it up. <laughs> he took a bath bubbles a... was a girl. Oh, he uh, took a stripper uh, named a Bubbles. Girl. A stripper? That's making it just too Hells real. Yeah. Mike. What?
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, bubbles. What girl the do you girl know named door. Bubbles? Just the power. <laughs> that's girl, the girl right? next door. Huh? I don't bubbles? know a
3: stripper named Bubbles. Does she, does she have two bubbles or four bubbles? She's Ooh. got
2: a bubble butt.
3: Wow! Now, next up there's coming to the stage of Brandy. <laughs> 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 I almost
0: got a spit take out of Mike on that one. Classic. Shove the eggs back in your mouth, Brandy, uh, and make your way to the stage. Yeah, all, that all <laughs> the all night. Bar. <laughs> The all She's night at the, egg, breakfast bar, yeah. the egg buffet at the strip club. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I gotta go on. the shop. Go dance. That's based on a true story. Kids, gather around the fire. <laughs> Grandpa's gonna tell you the way things work in the seedy underbellies. Is that Papa
1: Jin? Did you hear that from him?
0: Yeah, Papa Jin told me that story about the the stripper at the egg egg buffet. He's
1: a dirty old man.
0: Didn't know that she had to go up on stage and just shoved a bunch of eggs in her mouth and had to use her fingers while walking on stage to make sure none of the eggs fell out of her mouth. Awesome
2: yep gorgeous
0: that's what if, if you've got an egg eating fetish i know the place for you high class yeah. yeah yeah that's how they do it just like we do here on fly casual john boyega yeah yeah i'm Corey. over there is michael j archbold
2: yellow Corey t wilson what's up Hi, man what's up dog i'm all right, right i'm, all right. I'm all, right. all right yep free and clear man free, free and clear, clear. all,
0: all right. the time really my, my feet and level is soaring yeah. I am clear as it gets. <laughs> uh, I, get it. I get it. I get it. Back there, at master Somebody
1: control. Somebody got
3: it.
0: I'm not going to describe Steven. it because we'll get sued.
3: I know Stephen J. <laughs> I
0: might get sued just for that.
3: I want to make something very clear. What? 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 I do not use TP to wipe after on your game. Okay. Do you yeah. don't
2: use TP on your PP? Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank
0: you for making a rhyme
3: out of it. No, it this is me, something that uh,
0: that all of us, all of us, are fathers of young children, and this is something that we feel is a public service announcement to our female
2: listeners, to any
0: female listeners who may be a young oh, mother of a of a of a boy, or maybe even maybe even uh, maybe not a young, maybe an older mother of, of, of a of a young boy. Do not teach the boy to wipe his thingy. when he's done doing the springy, okay? Mm -hmm, Yeah, right. Because... Apparently, this is a thing that happens a lot. <laughs> where, More than you would think. Where moms are teaching little boys to do what they do, which is <laughs> to wipe their stuff when they're done. And then dad not, has not to- Not
2: understanding that they're setting their sons up to get their asses kicked. Yeah. Cool. the Dad
0: has to find out the hard way when he takes the kid to Hardee's and he's got to go to the bathroom, walks him in there, and he's weeping.
1: You know, weeping. Why do I have to do this. Mom hates
3: me do this.
0: He grabs for some teepee to you know to sop up the uh, the extra, and Dad has to go. Whoa, 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 whoa there, Tiger! <laughs> you shake that not more than three times.
1: <laughs> That's, That's the, the, limit. the rule. That's the limit.
0: And we were laughing at how you know so many adult ladies never, never, never know they didn't this. Know
2: that. So public PSA. Here you go. Yeah. Do yeah. do do
1: do. Yeah. No
2: teepee on your little boy's peepee. There you go. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> Garrick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Also, there's Garrick.
1: Hey, hey guys. Hey, hey can I get hey. something off my chest? I want to get serious for a second here, guys. Yeah, no, sure. We yeah, we're getting kind of old. You know, the world's changing <laughs> around us, and I know it. You know, it seems like everything's like on fire, and people are killing each other. But you know what? There's What's one that? constant out there, guys. There's one constant. Mm. What's and I that constant? I just found that today. I just found it today, man. It's it's the the eight-piece bucket at KFC, man, that never changes no. ever. No, it doesn't, dude. No, it that doesn't. takes me back so far. That's right. Yeah. Hey, you
0: know the uh, the uh, the Chicago Tribune or something released the eleven herbs and spices. What? Yeah, the recipe Damn. for original recipe. Oh, man. Uh, KFC has is on the web. It's everywhere. It's blowing up.
1: Colonel Sanders it's, is going to send out a hit squad. Yep, yeah, he's going to come back from the grave and send out about a on hit the commercials. squad. He's not dead. No, that's right. That's right. That's the real one every time. Yeah, There's three of them. I'm now, just saying, you know, Twitter? Taco Bell sucks now. Yeah, it's sure. McDonald's it really sucks does. now. Hey, it mostly does. yeah. KFC, man, they're still the standard, man.
0: You know what's good at KFC? If you can actually go through and get the buffet without you know plotting to kill yourself that night, <laughs> the uh, bread pudding <laughs> on the KFC oh. buffet. All right. My favorite. Uh, thing another on the KFC buffet. Delicious. delicious. Is the
3: barbecue dipped chicken. You Ooh. know, the last few
0: times I've had that, it was at the buffet, and I—it's hard to check for how long it's been sitting there when it's. Covered but you can request. It. Yeah, that's that's high called marinating. That's true. It's that's called true. marinating, man. No, yeah. I can tell you for dang sure. The last time I had it, I was like, "Oh, I think this has been out all night. It yeah, was terrible. soaked in that barbecue flavor. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw up. Speaking of throwing up, it's time for Fly Cash, your favorite stars podcast review. Wait, what's that
1: supposed to mean?
3: We need throw Sorry, Garrick. You know.
1: Hey, you know that hurts, guys. Hurts and coming up. Speaking of stupid things, Corey. Yeah, you yeah, are. You are. Aww. You want to hear a joke? Yeah. Shut up. Aww. Anyway, hey guys, we had a couple comics come out. Oh wait, so, I get it. We got Poe Dameron five. Poey number five. Poey Poe D number five and Cinco Star De Poo number two two. Forever. And that Star Wars number Bain Dose. And those for keeping track at home. Double deuce. Twenty two, the number, is actually a palindrome. Hmm, interesting. What? And so is five if you think about it. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> Poe Dameron number five came out. The huh? number is a palindrome. It's a numerical palindrome. Yeah, it's a numerical. <laughs> it's <in Newman-drome>, right? <laughs> yes. a numandrome, right? Yeah, That's the thing. I made That's it up. I'm, I'm sure it is. Yeah. It's a very Look exciting. Up. Come Look on, Corey. Up, learn math. Pay attention I'm to trying, math. trying. Anyway, Poe five. You ready for me to break this down, guys? I'm dying for All it. All right, here we go. Ready? The Black Squadron is finally in jail, surrounded by a mob of hardened criminals, finally exactly where they belong, and they start to weigh their two options, get busy living or get busy dying. Then, everyone's favorite, Agent Terex arrives on the scene and waltzes right through that front gate, through the murderous mob, because they know who the boss is. Meanwhile, the conniving Poe Dameron hatches a scheme and puts a cult into the droid brigade, who's up high in the prison station. BB-8 and the astromechs jump into the fray, but unfortunately for them, the station's security have activated the Gort robotic unit in Klaatu, Barada, Nikto. is really hard for an astromech to warble out. Yeah. yeah. And soon, BB-8 is the last one remaining. And down on the planet, it looks like Poe is finally going to get what he deserves by meeting his end at the hands of a bloodthirsty mob. It's about time. And then, and then he, then he dies. dies. Everyone dies. Yeah. Snap dies, uh, yep. Lulo dies, Snap's yep. man girlfriend dies. Yep, all dead. All dead. All dead. Yep. all of them.
0: Yep. So every time we review a Poe, I I always want to know if there's been any more reference made to the alien that flies off carrying people. No, into space. that
1: I think they are they kind of uh, forgot that happened. Thank goodness, because that's horrible.
0: Unless. I feel like when you do something that dumb, you have to do something to retcon a justification. Now I
1: feel like I kind of need to go look back closer to see if it's like sketched into the background, like hidden in a panel or something. (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of like an Easter egg the the artist puts in there every time just to be funny. Yeah. Never Never forget.
2: forget.
1: But anyway, yeah, yeah, Poe Dameron, after that whole disaster of an arc, I think it's getting pretty good, in my opinion, anyway.
0: do they ever show the best pilot in the galaxy actually piloting? (laughs)
1: <laughs> he's That's always it. on the ground. Typical yeah, Star classic. Wars. But anyway, yeah, Poe. They go now. down to this planet, and uh, we get Agent Terex is like the best character ever created in all of Star Wars ever, because he's the best. Garrett I love Agent Terex, Terex, I don't like Agent. Tell. I love Agent Terex. Love him. <laughs> you want to get all yeah. of he wants to have his babies. Oh, if I yeah. only could. But he's he's. You'd marry if you married him, your name would be
0: Garrick Terrix, I'm just saying, yeah, that's
1: got a nice ring to it. I like that. Well, he would yeah. take my name though, so Agent Hardy. Yeah. That sounds like a, that sounds like more like a comic, a comedy thing. Yeah, it probably is. Is his
3: first name Laurel?
1: Yeah, yeah, Agent, Agent Laurel Hardy. His middle initials, N. <laughs> oh. No, I would take his name. Who am I kidding? But anyway, yeah, I know so the, this issue is pretty cool because Agent Terex is, you know, Poe and if you remember from the last issue, Poe and Agent Terex are trying to get Gracchus the Hutt off this prison planet and they're racing against each other to get this information. Well, Agent Terex kind of has the upper hand because I guess I don't know really know his backstory. Nobody really does, but this murderous mob is outside of Gracchus joint getting ready to just kill everybody and he just walks right through him and they all bow to him like all this murderous hardened criminals just bow to him he,
0: weird
1: <laughs> it was the best thing i've ever seen it was awesome <laughs> i praise mike did you, you read this right i hope you still yes, wait yes
2: i did okay. yeah barely <laughs> barely <laughs> um yeah it's it's better than big giant phantom alien yeah. people you got um, that going for you yeah that no much. giant phantom alien people I, eggs either i yet? do like gracchus the yeah. hut i like now talk about Agent
1: Tarek some more. <laughs> but like yeah. slowly, so, little yeah. slowly. I don't, A little deeper, I don't get, make your voice a little get deeper. get him
2: as much as you, man. Tarek's. But uh, you he, what are you talking about? He's,
1: he's riding a... around in Tarkin's ship full of ladies. He's he's the villain that <laughs> that part is yeah. pretty sweet. He's That's an true. ex. Mike just tried to murder he's his He's an ex stormtrooper. I'm trying, my damn He comes down to this prison yeah. full of hardened criminals, and they all give him respect. What's not to love about this guy? He's like the perfect... Remind ba-
2: me why they give him respect. He's the
1: perfect bad guy. He's great. He's like the, He sounds like an evil Mary He's Sue. Yeah, he is an just... evil Mary Sue. That's why I love him so much. But anyway, yeah, uh, it, it, there was a pretty cool scene. Uh, BB8 uh, gets a call in from Poe to uh, come rescue them. So he gets all the uh, X-Wing pilots, Astromechs together, and they kind of uh, try to take over the... the uh, the prison security station above the planet. They become murder yeah, these, bots. <laughs> this one of the, uh, R five units or whatever, just pops <laughs> out a bunch of knives and saws and stuff and just starts going nuts. I was thinking for a second, Oh, is, is that, is that BT? Is that BT one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Just painted blue. Thinking. No, but he got crushed. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the security on the station activated this huge, uh, giant murder <laughs> droid thing. And, uh, he crushes all the droid. And it's just down to him and BB-8, and BB-8 like looks up at him and pops out his little uh, flame thing. <laughs> like so, You're he's so like, cool. ah, take the thumbs up, and then buddy." The big, the big droid thing uh, opens his arm and kind of says, laughs, I guess, and it's just like this huge flamethrower. <laughs> so it's like you got that kind of little visual joke there. It's pretty funny. Yeah, visual jokes, guys. Yeah, compensating. You know, because BB-8's got this little tiny flame, and the big droid has this big flame. It's funny. It's a joke. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Flame envy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What's next? Moving on. Star Wars 22 also came out, which had a Dengar action figure cover variant. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for picking mine up. Yeah. Toilet paper man. I love the toilet paper, yeah, the, man. He got a big spoiler, gun. Dengar wasn't even in the issue, but whatever. He was, <laughs> he was not. Neither was all the Stormtroopers. No, the neither issue. were any bounty hunter ever. Unless you count <laughs> I Sana. I guess she was in it for a little while. Anyway, Star Wars 22. Are you ready for me to break this down? All, all right, sir. here we go. This comic opens with a full frontal assault on an imp star deuce. And I don't mean the kind of deuce you usually like to see a full frontal of. Unfortunately, our valiant smuggler turned rebel Han Solo gets in real close so Leia can rip it a new one. Like, literally, a new one, like a new butthole. Literally, they give the Ew. Star Destroyer a new butthole. And Luke, being Ew. Luke, he drives his vehicle right up in there. <laughs> right yep. into the butthole. Oh, he straight up landed After Luke thing. takes there a did. few shots of the power core. <laughs> Han, Leia, and Chewie debark on the Imperial Star Destroyer, and just in time for it to explode and kills them all in a fiery explosion. They're all They're dead. dead. Oh, no. no, just kidding. They didn't explode. The they end. just pulled the old eject the core into space, and it explodes, making it look like you explode, but you really didn't maneuver. Classic. Oh yeah. man. A week later, our heroes are still marooned on the ISD Two Harbinger, and Leia is itching to ram this thing. Well. Let's just say ramming things in certain places may be genetic, and it's sure gonna be something the emperor may never forget, or at least not be able to sit down for a few days, at least. The end. Harbinger or harbinger, harbinger, harbinger. harbinger. harbinger.
2: They <laughs> stole. They stole themselves an imp star destroyer. Yeah, oh.
1: yeah. Say so the the harbinger has been featured in yeah. other things. It has. Including yeah. uh, some of the, I think Jaina Solo was flying it around and crashed it. In, Something uh, one of the, the yeah. legends novels now when she was going to take out. Spoiler alert: her brother Jason, aka Darth Cadus, is that a welcome back on the Harbinger,
0: or is it just a word for uh, that happened to be used because it's it has just enough dark and well, mysterious there's a, there's connotation to be a typical Imperial in, uh, name.
1: Epis, harbinger. If he keeps, saying, I'm gonna giggle every time. <laughs> harbinger. 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 <laughs> but it's spelled. I'm bringing the R. Har. Harbinger, isn't it?
2: I,
0: I don't, don't know.
1: know. I'm not looking at har- it. Harbinger. <laughs> but there was a harbinger in uh, episode six, but this was not that one because the one in episode okay. six did not have a docking bay, and this one did. Ah. So could be the one. I don't know. Maybe they're doing a little homage to the canon. Who knows?
0: How do we feel about the direction of uh, number 22 Uh,
1: here? I liked it. It was Uh, very short. Yeah, I'm open to it. Nothing really happened, per se.
2: It's a lot of setup. I mean, we had the Stormtroopers last issue. Now we have this going on. I mean, there's going to be a clash, obviously, soon. So it's a lot of setup right right now.
1: Yeah. I do got to say, I'm not impressed with the art. Yeah, the art (gasps) is the the same person who- It's kind of gone down. It seems like he took a different take than he did in the last issue. Because it's the yeah. same artist who did the last issue, but this one seemed more cartoony. Like, uh, the very the, the so. faces yeah. were very uh, exaggerated and, you know, very strange. And then, I don't know if it really captured the characters the way I like to see them. But, I don't know, it was a different take. I Maybe I'll get used to it. Who knows? Got used to the uh, Lionel U art in the previous iterations of Star Wars. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I thought nice. it was a pretty good issue overall. I mean for not much happening they're keeping it yeah, alive keeping it I'm going it. unlike vader Wow.
2: unlike vader yeah. yeah one
1: left will he yeah. live or will He'll he die probably die
2: yeah. probably
0: die
1: again or become one with the force I mean
0: yeah. speaking of dying again guess what it's time for the pork in spite of the week wait he died again I don't know if y'all know this mm-hmm. no, don't. but with star wars visually the classic movies have sort of a signature look to them where everything's kind of dirty and yeah. grimy but before a new hope came out ain't nobody knew that that was the way it was supposed to be and so even george lucas would have the set crew make everything look all dirty and kick dirt around and roll stuff in the dirt they had a real problem because the studio cleaning crews were coming in every night and cleaning everything right back up.
2: Nice.
1: <laughs> hey, at least they were good at their job, I guess.
2: Unionized labor, yeah. man. They're like, what the
1: hell? Let's
2: get this done.
1: Damn it, we
0: just rolled that astromech around yesterday. Now it's spotless they again. They
1: waxed it. Why would they wax it?
0: <laughs> do, I, do they even have astromech wax? Do they keep that stocked? Wow. It's crazy. <laughs> this one smelled like flowers. <laughs> anyway, it's time for some rumors! Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Give me some of them rumors, like what? What? The, what? I can the, never get what? enough of this song. Baby. Stick those rumors right in me.
0: This song just makes me want to jump up on a platform and float out over an audience like I'm Kanye bungee <laughs> tethered to a black yeah. and some eggs while nice.
1: you do it. That's right. <laughs>
2: Rogue One international trailer has been released, boys. Oh man, is it full of all brand new stuff? That's cray cray. Um, mostly no, but there is one little wait, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait for it. Wait for it. You're gonna tell me that they released a trailer for Rogue One, and it didn't have all new footage in it because I
2: going to believe you, sir. It has some you new some footage in you. it. Oh,
0: there, was, there was some
2: new footage? It has some new footage in it, and that's what we're going like, to talk new, about Like new,
1: new, or right just now. new?
2: Well, this has been rumored for a while. It was all in a while. different order. <laughs> <laughs> this has been rumored for a while, but there was, in the international trailer, there was an additional line that what? was in there. And essentially, it it happens during the scene where Jin Erso is brought before on Mothma, and they're talking about this mission. And uh, the line, uh, it, it in essence says, you know, your father has, you know, basically been working on the the plans for the for this this weapon, blah blah blah, and he's the one that's provided. You know the plan. Oh. So it's been theorized that that the father was working for the empire, and and that he may be a double agent, things like that. This seems to kind of confirm that line of thinking. Yeah. Oh, Mads, so.
0: you cagey son Mads of a gun, yeah. you
1: son of a bitch.
2: So, so kind of kind of confirmed a little bit of yeah. rumor. I mean, we don't know to what extent and what his relationship is with. Jin or the Empire, or if he really is an agent, or if you know, we don't know the details of it, but uh, it kind of, like I said, it it confirms something that has been theorized, discussed for at least a little while. Yeah. Right, right. So I think, yeah, I uh, okay, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if there's much to say Are there. Any any thoughts, any reactions to that? I mean, I, I guess it brings, unlike the 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 U.S. trailer, I mean, which didn't mention the father at all. I don't no, think. No. I mean, this kind of yeah, it sheds some additional light that we didn't know before.
0: Well, we knew that there was a father-daughter relationship a uh, brewing there, and uh, I, I I, like the idea of there being more of a reason of her, you know, with her being criminal background this. and everything right. being brought into this, which is, you know, There's a, there's a family element. <laughs> his, yeah, historically, to our knowledge, not really the rebel way of letting, you know, crazy people do stuff like this, but them bringing her in because maybe – that you know, she, they believe she's there in to get to him because a family member has a better chance of getting to him right. than a total stranger without being found out or right. something like that. Like it grounds, it justifies the 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 plot. Well, seemingly,
2: you know, I mean the the mainline stories are about the Skywalkers, so this is uh, this is interesting to me because obviously there's no Skywalkers in this movie, or but is we there? still have that familiar. We still have that familiar familial relationship, you know? I mean, that's what kind of drives, you know, the other the other mainline uh, yeah. movies. So I, I like that we have that kind there of- There is a Skywalker I mean, it in of, it. It's something there that can there's pull the Skywalker in, a little in bit. it. Something that-
1: <sighs> Go ahead, Garrick. Yeah, oh, you see wow, what I did cool. there? He
0: got you there. Good he man. He got you there.
2: Yeah, you yeah, got it. Uh, no way, he died a, a long time ago. There's a future Skywalker
1: in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: in Jin's yeah. belly?
1: No, Jin yeah. is the future Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Ray, oh, yeah she hasn't is, met Luke.
2: Oh, Ray, Luke. What? I don't know. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Jade or so.
1: <Jade gasps> what if her nickname Durso. is Jade? Like She meets her dad. <laughs> nice. and she, he's like, hey, Jade. It's a call sign? What do they call you, Jade? That's my nickname, Mara Jade.
2: Oh, hey. Yeah,
1: that's the name my mom Anything gave me. Anything I can me. shoehorn
0: in. Right? That's right. That way it works. She takes off a wig, lets out her long red yeah. hair. Yeah, It's going to happen someday. you everybody. <laughs> hey, I we were getting thrown in you they were right. Yeah. That's
1: what you'll say. They were right. You'll
2: see. You'll, you'll see. see. You'll see. Uh, Benicio I, uh, Del Toro.
0: Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I understand i am in i'm in full support of this type of thing it makes perfect sense it justifies why Madge mickelson who wants to run his mouth so desperately <laughs> has been such so, such a cagey little shite about the whole every time he talks he's like eh, you know it's weird he gets giddy he gets giddy and it makes sense because it you know his role being like a double agent or something. That's a major plot device, I would imagine. Well,
2: and again, I I just like the the fa- the family ties. I mean, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Michael J. Fox. <laughs> 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 yes, <laughs> <right>. sorry. <laughs> the I, I mean, j- like I said, it I mean, just adds. It's just a familiar element. To what do we
1: do, yeah, baby? Yes, no, I, I sorry, knew, I knew he couldn't bother this. What <laughs> do
0: we do, baby? And there ain't no nothing we can bear, We can do We keep mailing
3: Sorry. Singing it <the> as <laughs> Creed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With all <our> love. la la la
3: The best part. Nice.
0: Perfect. <laughs> the sha-la-la is by far the, the Guys, cherry on that milkshake. I know, I know, I know. I want to get like a little picture of Richard Nixon put on my nightstand.
2: Perfect. Yep. Just like Perfection. Alex P. Keen. Yep, Yep. Benicio Del Toro continues to be in the news. He's been like in our last three or four uh, rumor casts. Would it be funny if he's just
1: not in the movie at all?
2: That would be awesome. And he's just like,
1: ah, punked did you. Did you see that commercial he's in where the people are taking pictures of him because they think he's Antonio Banderas?
3: no
0: but that sounds awesome I have have not that is hilarious (laughs) that is really really funny that's one
1: of the funniest commercials I've seen on TV probably That is like the perfect type of like unintentional passive
0: racism it, <laughs> it's it's not just because <laughs> they look nothing alike. they don't they're not in anywhere near the same kind of movies most of the time that,
1: the That's best great. part is okay that you know the foreign t- there's these two foreign people like, oh Antonio Banderas, Antonio Banderas, and just the look he get he looks right into the camera. just the look he gives is priceless. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, this oh, is
0: is, you know that it's so based in reality. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's that good stuff good. right there. Oh man. Well, there's more rumor and speculation as it relates to his character in episode eight. Yep. Uh to date we've heard initially it was speculated that oh he's gonna be the big bad baddie in F eight, he's gonna be the, the villain, and and he's even said that in interviews, I'm the villainous guy. Blah, 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 he's
0: Jason Skywalker. He is?
2: Blah, you know, so Jason Might Skywalker. Be a little too old. Yes. He will be <laughs> Jason Skywalker. Well, in the last couple of weeks, we've heard that oh well, he's going to be a villain us character. He's not actually going to be the villain. He's going to be like villainess. He's going to actually be the Borsk Fela. Yep. He's going to be a girl new, villain. The New Republic and the, the New Villain-esque, uh, vil- oh. <laughs> villain Villinesque. Harbinger. Harbinger. The harbinger of, <laughs> right. of destruction. Yeah. going to bring the har. Good job. Bring it there. hard. Hard. All right. Death. So the the latest, <laughs> the latest and greatest <laughs> on him is. Everybody keeps trying to take him a little bit further. So now suddenly he's a double agent this Ooh. week. Oh, so. neat!
0: Even better. <laughs> yeah, Let's just keep right. it double, <laughs> triple agent.
2: Yeah. So, reversed. Uh, oh. I I no mean, backsies.
1: double reverse. of the of the three options no that we magic. have
2: here now. We've got we've got Benicio the villain, Benicio the. Uh, good guy villain and Benicio the double agent. Which, Benicio which... the wise, <laughs> Benicio the pious, the white, Pope
0: Benicio, Benicio the seven, Benicio the gray. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. The Mona Benicio. <laughs> um,
1: Benicio did triumph. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, Benicio the Great, Benicio the oh, Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> and there was, uh, and then there, oh, oh well, let's not forget uh, 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 the Emperor Benicio, Benicio. Longshanks.
1: Don't forget that yeah. one. Yeah. Yep.
2: Benicio the Baptist. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Uh Brave Benicio. Yeah. It's
0: yeah. a good one. Uh, yeah. S-s- yeah. President George Benicio. Benicio. Like
1: S E R. Yeah. Yeah. That's, all. That's another
0: one. Perfect.
2: That's uh. All right. So of the three options, what what do you prefer? Five
0: star General Stormin Norman Benicio. There you go. (laughs) Stormin Norman Benicio. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) stop.
2: I don't either. Actually, that's better than my question.
0: His Royal uh, Highness Benicio. Or wait, no. Uh, Benicio the I, uh, Queen of England. Uh, I got nothing. Yeah. I'm running Prince of it. Wales. Mm-hmm. I'm on fumes here, Wales. boys. Ah, and man. Tides. Yes. Prince yeah.
1: of Tides, too. Don't forget that one.
2: All yeah. <laughs> <Yes. Tides. laughs> Oh, that movie still gives uh, me nightmares. Oh, yeah.
0: It does <laughs> oh, me, too. Oh, man. Dear Lord. Mother Why of Dragons. Why did you say that?
2: Yep. Ugh. All right.
1: Sir Benicio.
2: Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 Yeah, so, no, what was your question, no, Mike? Yep.
1: You had a question in there somewhere? <laughs>
2: <laughs> my statement is going to be. shitting
1: Benicio. I guess,
2: of the three options, my preference would be that he's kind of the the foil on the good guy side. I guess that would be my preference. Any other thoughts? You guys like Benicio, the villain, yeah. or Benicio, the double agent? Why can't he be like the, the double agent? Benicio
1: out for his own self? You know? Kind of like a
2: That's what I'm saying. I mean kind of the, like the Benicio, yeah, exactly Benicio the, the the I mean the, the foil, the, the Borsk Fela. That's that's kind of what
1: my preference would be, I think. Yeah. I like the uh I mentioned bloodlines last time. We talked about this. There's that Castafro and then there's that other girl. Yeah. Uh what's her name? Howie do you remember? The uh princess uh, something right. or other of the two political uh, parties yeah. right. Yeah, I can't remember yeah, if He's now. like the leader so, of that I mean, party, and but you know, he's not necessarily evil. He thinks he's doing good in his mind. That would be good. I like that.
2: What do you think are the chances that that's the case that they're going to directly in novels like that?
1: Now, 50%. 55 point cuz I'm skeptical uh, about 30%. that. I feel like I I
2: feel like just like with the original trilogy and the prequels you know, when George sits down and and you know decides what he wants to do, he doesn't give two shits if he's if he's poo pooing all over the you know the established yeah. canon. I have a feeling that's how it's going to be with Ryan Johnson and not know. They brought somebody in from the Clone Wars movies. for Rogue
1: One, so and it, it could, for, that's Rogue One. could go One either though. way. Maybe they're trying to bring it all closer together.
2: I would like to see that. To be honest with you, I'd love to see. The the politi- I mean the the stuff that you guys discuss as far as the political parties and, and those novels and blah blah blah. I'd love to see that. I'm just not sure that that they're going to do that. I just I feel like that they've given the movie makers total control, or clo- as close to total control as they feel comfortable yeah, giving. True.
3: And then do reshoots,
2: and then right, and then have all the other legend or the other canon right around it. <clears throat> So, I don't know. That's just my thought on it. Prime Minister Benicio Thatcher, aka the Iron Benicio. <laughs> there it
1: is. Yeah, like uh that one lady. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what else is on the rumors? <laughs> All right. We we've got a uh we've got a story this week um about uh prequel hatred.
0: <laughs> hey, <that's> my <laughs> it's, my, that's my it's, it's my time to shine. It's my thing. I heard my name.
2: The <laughs> I gotta sit up. There is a uh, there is a new documentary coming yeah. out uh, on this very yeah. subject, <laughs> and uh, basically the the title of the article says it's not cool to hate the Star Wars prequels anymore, Aww. guys. Nobody was it's ever doing it because it was cool. Cool. I was I was
0: kind of doing it because just it was saying. Cool. I was not. I've, ne- I've never concerned myself with coolness <laughs> if that's not abundantly apparent. It's not. It is well film.
1: Yeah. You're not cool. Filmmaker Bradley <laughs> Weatherholt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Filmmaker Bradley Weatherholt is uh, is producing a documentary called "The Prequel Strike Back." A I
1: Fan's see what Journey. you did there. Yeah, you like took that? Empire Strikes Back and then put prequels in there because that's the best of the movies. Yeah.
2: To be released on September 14, the film carries the tagline, Unlearn what you have learned. You should
0: have called it Attack of the Prequels. That's also
1: from the movie. <laughs> that would or more, a, or the a prequel, prequel
0: Menace. The prequel Menace makes more sense yeah, to me. Yeah, you should have used a prequel uh, title. What's
1: going on with that? Yeah. Attack of the yeah. Prequels.
0: Revenge of Revenge of yeah. the Prequels would even uh-huh. be better. Yeah.
1: So basically, what this
2: guy is saying is that it's pretty passe to, to hate on the prequels, and that much of the the hatred that's out there has been has been amped up, and it's not. It's it, a lot of it's it's well, let's just put it this way. And we talked about this earlier. You know, much of the the prequel hatred, and I think you guys will admit this, is by the super uber fans who are, are pretty highly critical and those and jerks for most of it for for good reason. Yeah, but you know the uber fans are the ones that tend to be the loudmouths on the internet on the interwebs we get on the twitters and the facebooks and and we hate and people pick up on it and yeah because and, all of
0: that was so prevalent during the prequels releases in theaters Social media was the dominant force back when the prequels it, were released. It
2: wasn't, but it's it's you can't deny that it's built to a point now where people, when people talk about the prequels, there is an automatic assumption by most people that the the prequels are hated.
0: Let me and let me let me like you, you know universally what? hated. You know what? And this, that's this just type not true. Of, this type of like pseudo fringe industry navel gazing is the most masturbatory garbage. Let me tell you why. These are the same people that are talking about how hey. The Ghostbusters movie was good whether you like it or not and everybody who doesn't think so is a mouth breathing basement dwelling living in their parents house sexist horrible person no or the movie sucks sorry (laughs) sorry or the you know the trailers actually made it look atrocious I'm so terribly sorry for you that you that you have to characterize people on whether they like or something why does someone not like something well it can't be because it's not good so let's say let's put them all in a compartment so we can identify them. Okay, you're racist, you're sexist, you're elitist, and you're just a tarded Like, we just paint everybody in a horrible light to try to justify why something might be, in a large way, considered one way or not. Talk about the, the nerds and the superfans, but you can also talk about
3: the movie critics. Come on. Those movies not, did not. That's not what you well. That's what you're saying. What's being said is. The masses, on average, have a more favorable view of the prequels than what is being assumed by people.
1: Look,
0: I to me, this is nothing because to me, the masses on average are not critical of things. The average person is not that critical. That's why there are critics. Agreed. You know, to kind of paint the picture because the average person can go see a movie, not enjoy it that much. Walk and say, "What do you think?" They go, "It was all right." Uh, because I, that's not what a normal person is like. I agree, hundred
2: percent. But that 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 would tell me though that there's some valid points in this in this argument in this article. But that- it's see that's navel gazing to me. That's
0: looking. Like, oh look, I do have a belly button. Of course you have a damn belly button. Oh
2: there Well they. I mean there's been they, they've had there's some lint. Up I better in there, pick right. that out. <laughs> I Anybody mean there's have a Q tip. Ooh, that made me feel funny down south. I keep doing it. <laughs> They've done polls and, and, and things like that and, and you know, polled people of different age groups and, and whatnot, and the prequels aren't as universally hated among fans as, I think, some of the people that really have opinions like Corey well, T. a strong word, bro. Hate is a strong
0: word. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't hate the prequels, but I think they're terrible movies. Yeah, they're... Marry that, marry that logic together, because I sure can't, but that's the that's the line that I the zigzaggy line that I walk. i i I like them, respect them. I consider them part of the story that I love. But every time I watch them, I just cringe, 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 cringe. all
2: right. and and that's that's fine. And I think that's a perfectly valid opinion to have. And for the most part, I agree with you. yeah, i I wouldn't say that they're terrible movies. I just don't think they're very good. I believe they're. I believe they're. I mean,
0: well, let me. I. 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 They I do, have their problems. I do great on sure. a, I do great on a curve. And but I, what I mean by that is that the more movie. The, oh, let me try that again. The more money spent on a movie, the better I want it to be because otherwise it's just what was the point? Like the more grandiose effort, the more people involved, giant production. Oh, oh, blah blah blah. Well, I'm sorry, Titanic sucks. You know, I'm sorry if you had the most expensive set ever. It's a crappy movie. Um, and in the same sense, like the scripts for all three of those prequels, each one less than the one before is terrible. The directing and and acting was terrible despite having good actors. And I look at that. And I'm like, you had all you had everything you needed there except the vision and the leadership. And that's so you judging on it. What, what it could I consider terrible. Yeah. Yeah yeah with without with with the resources that it had i'm not even trying to weave some sort of magic otherland i'm looking at the fact that you had overconfidence and that to me is like the biggest sin in movies it's the same thing with the whole dc debacle that we're going through right now it's overconfidence and now they're going oh crap you know what do we do? Because it does come back to bite you, and it is a godsend. I'll stand proudly next to, uh, next to uh, 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 Natalie Portman. I'll keep my hands to myself and oh, support her pointless. in her, in her, you know, th- her statement. Like, well, I'm glad this stuff is still a thing. <laughs> you know, we laughed <laughs> in the last episode. Oh, it looks like we didn't ruin it after all. <laughs> <laughs> because i'm sorry it is it is a real testament to the original stuff in my opinion that the force awakens was as successful as it was because people did come away with the where the critics were were unimpressed and fans were very divided on is how seven. i would say it oh no on, no, epi- on, on the prequels. prequels and i would never say well, everybody it depends hates on it which no i would never make the claim but i would say there was very which i mean i gotta, I I gotta think, uh,
2: say i mean Right. Well, and it it depends on who you're talking about. My kids love those movies, all of them. That's what kids are doing. (laughs) (laughs) They'll grow
0: up. No, they'll grow up, and at some point, they'll turn it back on, and they'll be like, "Wow, I didn't realize how cheesy this was." Just like we do, as much as we love New Hope, you know, watching New Hope, that it's really cheesy. With Empire and Jedi, it's not as bad. I feel Jedi is pretty, but with the prequels, it's
2: Jedi. You have teddy bears, man. Yeah, but they got spears and crap. Yeah, that's true. Man, you don't you don't want <laughs> to mess those teddy t- bears. Drop a log yeah. on you. See, but I mean, there's there's um there's the uh, th- parts of these movies that are unquantifiable, and what I mean by that is, I mean, I'm you're glad talking, you're saying what you mean. You're going oh, to quantify the unquantifiable. Oh man, you're going to quantify the unquantifiable. I know. We love the original trilogy because that's what we grew up on. I mean, there is a special place in our heart. No, it's not. It is absolutely not. We love those movies. But uh, who was it? Was it Garrick or or Howie that you lent, one of you two lent the original trilogy to your younger friend who was a millennial? and he went home and watched it you know the un, it was like the un uh, the not special edition stuff and he came back and he was just like yeah that was pretty fucking bad <laughs> I just said
0: kids are stupid og <laughs> cut man kids are stupid get off my lawn i'm just
2: telling you we have an affinity we have a special place in our heart because we grew up with those things and we we played with the toys and uh, it, it, despite its flaws we'd still love it despite teddy bears running around and, and beating up stormtroopers, we love it. It's an over, And so I, I don't. when you I have don't mean that young you- people like my kids and your kids and, and even kids that are a little bit older now that grew up, you know, I mean, that are 15, 16, 17 years old now, that grew up watching Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, they're going to think about those movies the same way. I'm right here, Michael. You age. can look at me. I'm right here.
0: <laughs> you're arguing with the wall. No, I don't disagree with the phenomena that you're describing. That's part of it. But I believe it's an oversimplification to hang the whole thing on that. I'm not hanging the I,
2: whole thing on it. I'm just saying that that's that's part of this. I but mean, I I'd the, see the a audience, documentary. The committee audience, is, like,
0: you're washing away a really valuable. Well, again, it's the compartmentalization of something that is incredibly. Be valid. careful
2: because we've none of us have seen this documentary. Oh, yet. Oh, I've already judged it. I
0: already <laughs> thumbs downed it on every everything. I went to Rotten Tomatoes and I said, no, I do not want to see this. I'm movie. actually I totally interested. To I am. The way you I mean, know the
1: Rotten Tomatoes scores. I'll forward of the, through
0: the I'll forward through Kevin Smith.
2: <laughs> the apologist.
0: The, the professional <laughs> apologist, Kevin Smith. You know, he'll he'll get up in front of the crowd. Anything that everybody hates. He's the first one to get in front of the crowd. I really like You know, it.
2: Man of Steel was not that bad. Yeah, what? you know, even the
0: part where he fought a <laughs> spider. That was a horrible movie. Actually I think Kevin Smith got has Vertigo some to go watch stuff that movie. interesting. Oh, that movie's terrible! Uh, How recently uh, did I you tried
1: watch to that? Wa- okay, I get. I watched it once back when it first came out on DVD, and then I okay. tried to watch it this week when it was on TV. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I only saw it uh, once. Maybe I didn't give it a good shot. Couldn't get through like ten minutes because yeah. the screen wouldn't it's, stop it's moving. Not a good movie. It was just it's moving and moving. I, I told
2: you. I think I told you when you were telling us about that. I I loved. I wanted. I to almost love got that movie. sick. I tried so hard. I watched it one time all the way through, and then it came out on HBO, and I tried to watch it, and I was the same way as you were. I was like, I'm done. It's just I can't Clark Kent are talking to some
1: guy in a bar, and the, the, the camera's just moving around. I'm like, why? Why? The other... There's the other thing is that you're i
0: mean you're comparing apples and oranges when you talk about how it was those were the iconic films for us growing up, and these are the iconic films for a new generation growing up because the thing about the iconic films for us growing up they were groundbreaking and new, and now what they have are we're taking our kids to see the things because we're into them, so your assumption is that when they get to be our age they're going to look at those prequels with the same regard that we look with the movies when when we were young, and I think that is bullcrap and that is it will be true for some people, but i'm going to tell you it will be way smaller. Than the group of people who grew
2: up with the original films, just because we're smattered with it, I mean that it's well, all that, they the have a lot more to choose from now.
0: I mean, yeah. back then there wasn't, no. so there, there's that too. But I think the other thing is that you know the the kids these, I mean they these prequel movies did not have the cultural impact that those had. Could they have in a in in the modern esque
3: age? I don't know. That's a whole other argument. Well, I think, but what well,
0: that's the whole thing. This is so I, nuanced well, and I, complex. I
3: I don't think regardless of. How good the movies are, or were, or could have been, I I think that still holds true. I I don't think, even if they were the best films on the planet, I I think what you're saying is probably still true. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Maybe, but, I mean, there are going to be things that our kids look back on that, that matter a lot to them. I don't know if they'll be as impactful as the things that we had, because like, we had a way smaller field to choose from
2: for family-friendly stuff back then. See, and you got to be careful, too. It's, uh, we're talking about, <laughs> I don't in, know about that. <laughs> impact versus <laughs> ver- versus groundbreaking, too, because I think they're two different things. Impactful would be people holding on to that. I, I agree with you on that. I don't know that. That these kids will grow up and feel any more any different about Star Wars than they would a Spider Man film. I I don't I don't get that. Or My Little Pony friendship is magic. Who knows? But in terms of groundbreaking, actually the prequels were pretty groundbreaking in the sense of I mean, even though we make fun of the digital effects and all that stuff. That was all new stuff at that time. But
0: they were only groundbreaking from a technical standpoint, sure. not from not from like the cultural impact right. and the genre Absolutely. impact. Absolutely. That's why I'm because, saying there's two
2: different things. Yeah.
0: And I'm not talking about the effects and stuff like that because I don't think anybody in the last 20 years gives a fudge about <laughs> any effects breakthroughs that are more than three or five years old. Yeah. The only movie. The only only movie that breaks that mold is jurassic park which to this day people are still writing like major pieces about and publishing well on major publications up. about yeah. why does Jurassic Park hold up what did Spielberg and the, and the effects crew at ILM do differently with that movie that makes it still look completely it's acceptably good, good you know what the answer is knowing their limitations that's the answer to that <laughs> yeah,
2: right limitations and camera they what? still use camera angles and, and they guess still what use didn't? practical effects no shit didn't know it's limitations george lucas the friggin' <laughs> prequels Yes. Yeah,
0: right there's a lot of reasons why this whole well we think this will have this you know or this this is the new jet we we're just biased that's not that is only a percentage and and I would say a small minority percentage of the myriad percent. Like that could be taken into into uh, into account on this. That's why that's why I say I don't like the navel gazing and I don't like the compartmentalizing. I haven't seen the movie. Maybe they go into tremendous depth about it. I do want to see it. Yeah. But the subject, I, how it's being presented, how the media is. Uh, Will say how this is summarizing it, sure. yeah, right. It, it rubs me the wrong way, and of course, just the name of Kevin Smith. I actually really like <laughs> Kevin Smith. I really no, I really like Kevin Smith. I can't stand it when he gets up and he goes, "No, no, that thing's really good." Ben Affleck was good as Daredevil. Shut up. <laughs>
1: well, he was good. I, at Daredevil. Of course, he I, know at Daredevil. I know he's doing that. I know he's doing that. He's pretty in cheek good as, well, as Daredevil. I, I think he was involved. I think
3: the people who feel as, like Corey do are in the minority. And I think as strongly a, as I do, I, I think I agree. there's a lot of people in the middle, and then there's a a few people that think they're the best thing ever, and those people are dead inside anyway. <laughs> well, that's that's probably true too. But um, but so I, I I feel like there's a lot of validity to to what you know this movie might have to say at least coming into it not knowing right anything about it, and, and they're just I, I don't know I just there's a lot of people who have good feelings when it comes to the prequels and i think a lot of what mike has say, was mike was saying is true um and it may it may take a look had take a different form yeah. for for you know the people growing up watching those and and now it may uh but yeah i i don't think they're hated i don't think no. I, I don't they're think definitely they're hated. not
2: universally hated
3: they are no. not now you, I own two copies of yeah, all of them. I think I. there's a difference between <laughs> yeah. technically are the movies sound, done well, acted well. I think that's a different story versus I watched the movie, I enjoyed it, and it yeah. made some kind of right. impact on well, my life.
0: Well, well, hold on. Hold on. You're, you're, you're not wrong, but you're not completely right because for some people, for a lot of people, it's unconsciously a related thing. Unconsciously. And then for other people like me, it is consciously very related, whether or not a uh, the the actual movie making, you know, whether or not the factors that put the movie together are good do lend itself to how you you know even yeah you can, emotionally you, think you can about say that, that movie. but there's
3: still a lot of people who. Despite that, in the prequels, I know, love it.
0: I know, but I, I'm saying you can't say they're two different things because I think th- they are. I think they, they are for, two different things for some people. I think for a lot of people. I think I think for more people than you guys maybe would guess, they are subconsciously I, impacted. I don't know. I I
3: listen to you guys talk about movies a lot and how much you hate movies, and then I go listen to everybody else and how much they love them. Right, and and that to me says there are certain people who watch a movie and are very critical of it because those things do impact them at a certain level, very in varying degrees. And there's other people who's like, I don't care about any of that. I'm enjoying it for what I see, and I don't even think about the, right. the technical side of I'm it. I'm going to argue with you and validate what you said at the exact same time. I love it. Do it. Batman versus Superman made
0: money, didn't make money. People hated it. People loved it. Suicide Squad made money but didn't make money. People loved it. People hated it. Actually, I don't know that Suicide Squad's made back their marketing budget any, anywhere close to that. But I'm saying when when Wonder Woman comes out, everybody's going to run out and see it too. No one's ever going to learn a lesson, despite the fact that critics are saying this movie's terrible and people are saying going it's not really good. And and the overall consensus is you know the Rotten Tomato score is kind of trash. And but the 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 user score is not great, but that's never nearly as low for the reasons that you're saying, you know. And, but for me, it's. It's it's one of those things where it's like most people don't want to vote with their dollars. They don't want to be choosy. They just want to escape.
2: Right. And
0: I'm not one of those people. I am critical. I will be a critic. And I and I although I like I prefer to vote with my dollars, there are times where I'll just go to watch what I consider a train wreck, you know, but the big thing likes to do that, too. Yeah. Oh, Peppa is freaking he's a glutton for punishment. But but, I mean, my point is there's got to be both. Because otherwise, if you didn't have critics and you didn't have people calling out Hollywood on not being good at their jobs sometimes, you would only get garbage. And I think everybody would get bored after a while with that. If you don't have those amazing labors of love that come out and just blow people away, then you're, you know, if you didn't have that, what would you have? You'd just have meh everywhere. And if everybody just felt meh about something. Because the same people that go and see every bad movie and go, I liked it. It's not like they go see a great movie that everyone loves and everyone's excited about and also just go, I liked it. They can get excited too. You know what I mean? Let's let's it's just that the ranges are different. Let's talk
3: about television for a moment. And for a very long time it was kind of that way. A lot of crap. Yes. And then (laughs) And still there's shows coming along like The Walking Dead, who all of a sudden there, there's actually room for for good television. Cough, cough. Stranger Things. Cough, cough. Exactly, and and now all of a sudden you're. I, I feel like we're on an uptick of actually some really good stuff starting to come more and more. Not not as much as we would like, right? But people are actually seeing value in the fact that wait, if we actually make good stuff, that is actually more valuable I than I don't know crap. if I have time for any more good stuff. I want more but I don't know that I can handle
0: any more. <laughs> yeah. We are in a golden age of TV quality entertainment, in you know, general, or at least really, compared to what we reasons. have been compared to like the last entertainment 15, 20 overall, years, yeah. you know, like
1: video games, movies, TV, yeah. whatever. So, I think I think
3: the the I think there are places that are realizing, "Oh wait, there is actual money to be made if we actually make something really good." Right. And they're realizing that I think they got a long way to go. And The thing is, Uh, I
0: feel like most
3: I shouldn't say most. I don't
0: know. I feel like critics know that I'm generalizing, but I feel like the people who critique these things, they kind of have an idea. It's like, you know, you did a thing. Congratulations. But with what you had, you could have made a better thing. You know, it's kind of like the teachers who grade who are who are real dicks. And like, even though you turn in a work, you didn't really try very hard. And they're like, you know, you could be doing better. I did a work. Leave me alone. I'm being a hypocrite because I got that from teachers before. You could be doing better. I'm doing better than the kid right there. You know, Um, it's the same kind of thing with critics in movies. It's like sometimes like, you know, this is fine. But with what you put together, it could be a lot better. It should be. A lot better. And maybe not everybody sets out to make the best thing ever, but pretty much everybody sets out to try to do the best that they can do. And so when you see people with massive resources, what do what amounts to squandering on quality and making something that's just it's pretty good for to some people, to others, it's like, well, what the hell, especially in this day and age? where we're getting so many things that are using intellectual properties that we're already familiar with, characters that we already love, which is what this whole subject comes down to in a big way. It's like if you're going to mess with the stuff that we already love, you should be trying to do it right, the right test, which there's some variation in how people might define that. But overall, you 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 can draw it down to some people swinging a miss every DC movie lately and some people hit it just right you know and and so it's really just I don't know there's a lot of straw man a lot of emptiness and a lot of just navel gazing conjecture when it comes to trying to define you know well it's not it's not that bad because most people think it's okay it's still as bad as it was before but I think
3: (laughs) I think that still comes down to a lot of an opinion, which your opinion doesn't mean that it's factual. No, but thank God my opinion exists. And thank God the
0: opinion exists of all the people who just go out and see whatever and go, I liked it. Because if if it was any riskier to make these big budget films than it already is, we'd be getting even less of them. You know, Hollywood's already abandoning uh, normal like sitcoms and, and, and normal just kind of plain Jane movies. And those are all turning into indie films because they can't risk anything like that. Everything's risk, risk, risk. So if it weren't for the people that were willing to just go out and spend money on any steaming turd and say turd. that it tastes good, we wouldn't get what we get. But if
3: it weren't for the critics saying this is what it takes to make it better, we wouldn't get the pinnacle of what we get. Either. I feel like we've kind of taken the conversation into a different turn. Uh, into the best turn <laughs> how do we make good movies versus More Darth
1: Maul that's how
3: are are there uh, uh, then specifically about the prequels and being like good Darth or not
1: In Qui-Gon Darth Maul that's that's mm-hmm. the final answer well, that's my trump card I pulled you it know, out
3: but I think I think this obviously this discussion is showing that there's still varying opinions and there as there should be on the the prequels,
0: I've gotten over the the bad characterization and stuff of the prequels. I haven't
3: gotten over the whole oh they're they were just born and given away, and then Leia later says I have memories of them. Yeah, mother. well,
0: yeah, the inconsistencies are <laughs> are definitely a pain.
3: That's where I get frustrated.
0: But but like I've gotten over I've I've gotten over the 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 flat looking effects and I've gotten over the the yeah because
2: because as much as I mean you can pick out inconsistencies and things that are problems with the the original yeah I've gotten
0: over all that but what I what I still can't what I have trouble getting past is the dialogue. And the direction,
2: dialogues, making great actors look terrible, right? And and, that makes me mad, right? And that's, I mean, that's always going to be. I mean, there's no way to change that. I mean, and we, I mean, I think. Well, we could put out a special edition. We could most uh, most people that are critics of those movies that really dig into them and and you know, hey, what was the problem? Well, I still feel like, and I think most people that are critics feel like Lucas just had too much control, which actually is what he wanted he wanted total control yep. so he got what he wanted but you know and that's why So he gets, now you got the critics right exactly so yeah don't be frustrated by the criticism because yeah I, you know that to me that's what made the originals great is that he had people breathing down his neck on a new hope you know when he the, had a movie studio he didn't even think yeah. he was gonna get that thing made yep you know? you know when the
0: embargo lifted on the early reviews of suicide squad the critics came out just scathing it more than any of us thought because we yeah. know we had known the build up that they to had, that, the they, build
2: up to that was that this was going to be the redemption. This was good. <laughs> they were fixing. They were fixing it. They were doing reshoots
0: because they learned a lesson from Batman vs Superman supposedly. And then the embargo lifts and the critics just ripped the shite out of it. Yeah. What does Will Smith say? Well, we'll see. We'll see what the fans think. <laughs> well, guess what? You know the general population well, was kind of okay with it, but the fans he's aren't gonna, real thrilled either.
3: Of course, he's going to say that he's right, not going to rip it a new one either. Well, well no, but yeah, it, but you know it, what? It was Jared? saying
0: it was saying. Well, the critics don't matter really, and it's kind of like they it, they do. They don't necessarily say that your movie's not going to make money, but you should absolutely be paying attention
2: to that stuff. Jer- it is important. Jared Leto's jumping ship.
0: Is that official? Have
2: not you seen his
0: comments? Oh, I've seen people saying, "Boy, he wasn't worth it." And I don't like method actors. He On has... average, I can't stand method <laughs> actors. So I like Jared Leto. He's, th- in- He's
2: throwing them all under the bus. He was at a. He was d- just a week ago or so. He he's the lead singer for those who don't know for uh, Thirty Seconds to Mars, and he was at a meet and greet or something for his band in Los Angeles, and that subject came up about you know the role of the Joker, blah mm. blah blah, and he basically threw the filmmakers under the bus, saying that you know he thought this was going to be a different role; it was pitched to him differently, it did not turn out the way he was told that it would ter- be turned out and mm. blah 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 so yeah and you know, he's
0: probably not wrong and
2: he's probably a little No no he's not but what I'm saying is that <laughs> I mean you're pointing to Will Smith you know defending it and it's like well not everybody is
3: Right right but <laughs> well, he's also coming from a different background than Will Smith comes from Yeah that's so. two well, very course. different
2: careers I, I Understood but what I'm saying is yeah. like I said not everybody's on board I mean I understand the desire Will Smith from, is going to defend Smith. it until he can't he defend it he's anymore also, Yeah Will Smith <laughs> exactly.
0: walking PR machine Jared right. Leto is an actor who's really far up his own butt. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And I, I liked his performance. The only movie that I can know that I've seen him in was the Requiem Dallas for Warriors a Dream. Club. He was great. All right, I Come keep on, forgetting he was in that.
3: But you, you um, keep forgetting about that movie. Completely. I don't blame I try him. to. Oh
0: God, <laughs> get it out of my head. It's a wonderful, amazing movie that I don't want to ever think about ever. But uh, but I yeah I. I cannot stand method actors. <laughs> Never. I don't know that I've ever talked to one, but can't stand them. So anyway, uh, that's a lot about all
2: that. <laughs>
0: Sorry, Jeff, you about Mike. Yeah. Jeez. New
2: female lead for the Han Solo what? standalone film. Have you guys heard about this? New story dropping this week. Uh, dork side of the force is reporting what? that, uh, that there is, uh, discussion now about a new female lead for the Han Solo Sweet. film. Um, not only is it a female lead, but they're saying it is a, the, the big buzz right now is that it's a non-white lead. Sana <laughs> Solo. Two. So we've got race, race and gender is involved in this. And uh, yes, Garrick, that mm. is the big rumor right now is that, is this going to be Sana Solo? Sana Solo, for those who don't know, and it's not really Solo because Or are married, they? I don't know what her, dun-dun-dun. Malatoba
1: <laughs> Are they casting Wookiees? <laughs> but
2: backing up Backing up for people who don't have no clue what we're talking about, Sana Solo was a character that was introduced in the Star- Marvel Star Wars comic book. She was introduced as a character that claimed to be married to Han Solo at some point. Turned out that she was not married to him. That it was a scam of some sort that and they it were
1: pissed it Leia right so, off. So,
2: she is a she is a obviously a female character and she is a non-white is character. Actually so. correct. Could
3: be mocap. <laughs>
2: it's probably not going to be mocap. Or I'm sorry, she? buddy. Could be, but uh, Lupita, I don't know. How
0: do you guys? Lupita Nyong'o is, is female and non-white. Mike, she she was mocap. <laughs> what are you saying,
2: Mike? What are you saying? She's not
0: a lead in the film. Ca- mo-cap?
1: Is that what you're saying? That's racist. Oh, bro. Oh, oh my god! god. Good know. at
2: math, terrible
0: on, at mocap. <laughs> what?
2: Uh, what? It's not me. It's Star Wars. Shut up. I know. So anyway, th- thoughts about this B- about I the love possibility it. of this being more, solo?
0: More comic I, characters. This is what I want. I still want it to be mostly just a buddy film, like Han and Chewy and Lando. I'm totally all about yeah, yeah, with a little no, bit of Lando sprinkling a little bit. Totally of Lando. all about them bringing a female char- a new female character into the cast. That's sure. awesome. Yeah, right. I hope it doesn't become like quick change Star Wars style. Like Remember, trying, Remember the movie no. Quick Change with Bill Murray and. Uh, and Gina Davis and uh, and uh, Randy Quaid, nope. not familiar. It's oh, had man. a bunch of
3: dimes and quarters in it.
0: Flores, Flores para los muertos.
3: Anyway, I bet it was a horrible uh, movie you, that you likes.
1: A, <laughs> it's horrible.
3: an okay movie. Um,
2: what did the critics say? up a Rotten Tomatoes. I think that I think it was What's reviewed it favorably. 45
0: percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Nobody likes bad movies. Well, <laughs> That's certified fresh <laughs> by DC standards. <laughs> I am making uh, this up. Um, honestly, I. I I, that's what I'm saying though. I don't want it to turn into a movie about three people. You know, I, I, I uh, like. I, I want. I want a Han and Chewie movie. Like, I
3: don't want to complicate it. Mm. Terrible. I don't no, even it's want a Han Solo Wookie. movie. He's hmm. <laughs> got a point. Wookiees are, are people too no no they're not they're Wookiees. so you're
2: afraid they're going to try to recreate a new hope is what you're saying
0: that's thank you thank you for actually verbalizing exactly what my concern (laughs) is i don't want them to try to xerox what when i'm like oh you know what we also know we're gonna have lando and uh he's gonna be playing with a helmet with a blast shield down and uh we have an old man forrest whitaker why not get in there uh, play younger forrest whitaker i i i think that I think that they need to try to keep it singularly different.
3: I think they're all going to parkour. Well, I'm in for mm-hmm. that. Parkour. Everywhere, I'm parkour. in for that. I oh, want to see Chewie Parkour.
1: That would be the best movie ever.
0: Is that a kind of parkour? <laughs> Wookie core? Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. a little yeah, a Wookiee <laughs> core? Wookie core. I've been doing <laughs> yeah. some Wookiee core lately. My some abs core. are killing me. Wookie but Wookie core. they're really hairy. That's better so than cross I Wookie, Wookie going, I guess. Because shut
1: yeah, up about it. oh, it really
0: is. I can't even reach the pedals, though.
2: I gotta say i I don't have high hopes for this movie, and I have a feeling <laughs> that it's gonna be exactly what you're hoping it's not gonna be that they're gonna try to cram in a hundred million different things, yep, and uh it's not gonna be a buddy movie, yep, and uh I that's know. all
0: right, Mike, because there's going to be a lot of people who actually like it, despite all the hate from the... Beaters. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, oh, I'll let that knife the battle, rest everybody. and yeah, sink there into you, you right there. Yeah, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another Fly Casual. Won't you please follow us on Twitter, where Mr. Steve Potter, foreign correspondent in the UK, is... Slowly and lovingly caressing your ocular mm. cavities with all of the latest news and rumors and sweet, sweet love. It and what? Yeah. It tickles a little. <laughs> doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. He's very, he's very gentle. But yeah, you want to follow us there, be part of the conversation for all the latest Star Wars stuff. Also on Facebook, Facebook.com slash fly casual podcast. And won't you please run out and give us a nice little review wherever you might be able to find the podcast, whether it be Stitcher or iTunes or, or anybody else? Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Or Rotten Tomatoes. Right? <laughs> you, you can find us on the Rotten Tomatoes and give us a nice little review. We'd appreciate that. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there
2: is Mike. Still pick Phantom Menace over Attack of the Clones. I'm just saying.
0: I, I'm, I agree. I'm. I'm, I'm not. F- I'm getting to the point where I'm not far <laughs> Circle off takes on a square.
2: <laughs> I'm. I'm. I, we're going to debate. Not, we're going to debate this point. I'm night. not
3: willing to concede it yet, but I'm not <laughs> far off. Over there is Howie. Yeah, and Garrick told me he actually takes Phantom Menace over A New Hope. Oh, that's that's not
1: true.
2: That's a complete lie. <laughs> <laughs> New Hope is his number one. But and yeah.
1: over there's Garrick. Finger looking good. We are
2: jelly.